In today's episode, we're talking about your subconscious mind and how it doesn't argue back. And why is that important? Let's find out. Money Mindset with Girl Khan podcast will help you to break free from your limiting beliefs, reverse your money shame and blast through your money blocks so that you can live a life of unlimited abundance. In this podcast, we will talk about energy tools and mindset strategies that will help you to understand and change your relationship with money, whether you're in a job, profession or working on your passion. Change your relationship with money to change your life. I'm your host, Gul Khan. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome. This is Gul Khan, your money mindset expert. And today we're talking about your subconscious mind and how it doesn't argue back. Now we know that, we've covered this in previous episodes, we know that the subconscious mind is all wise, all knowing, and actually has the answers to all your questions. That's a fact, okay? So it's very, very wise, and it's a lot stronger, a lot more powerful, a lot more wiser than your conscious mind. If you think of it, if you think of it in mind this way, your, in terms of if power is 100%, your conscious mind has about 5% and 95%, probably even more, the power is held by your subconscious mind. So it, you know, it's like, as I've said before, your conscious mind is the gatekeeper for your subconscious mind. It's almost like the even though the the subconscious mind is more powerful, it's like the genie, right? If you think about the genie and Aladdin and the genie, so Aladdin is not as strong as the genie, but Aladdin controls what the genie does. So your subconscious mind can do amazing things for you, but you control what what's fed into subconscious mind. So if you say things like, um, you know, you know, if you say some things like, uh, I'm not smart, I can't do this, I, I'm too fat, uh, I don't have the money, I, you know, I, you know, people things never work out for me. If you say all these negative things to your subconscious mind, it never argues back with you. It never says to you, you know, you must not impress me with that, or um, you know, don't say this to me, or this will not give you the results you're looking for. It doesn't do things like that. It has no capacity to argue back. It has no compa- no capacity to say to you, uh, dude, what are you saying? What are you putting into the in, into me? We know, remember, whatever you feed into me is what's going to come out. And so it doesn't do that for you. It cannot. It doesn't have the capacity to do so. So the genie, for, using our genie example, the genie cannot turn around to Aladdin and say, Aladdin, why do you want this? Why do you, you know, like, and, and, uh, Aladdin goes, I want to be the king. Genie doesn't say, you know, why do you want to be the king? He's not allowed to, and maybe in the, in the movies he does, but normally he's allowed to. He goes, okay, your wish is my command, you're king, right? But, uh, you know, uh, you know, the same way if, he, it says, if Genie goes, I, you know, I'm a fool, um, and the, the Genie goes, okay, your wish is my command, and, you, he, you know, Aladdin becomes a fool. Okay, I can't remember if that's part of the story or not, but I just made that example. It's a visual example to have. So your subconscious mind, with all the power it holds... You can direct that power, but it cannot tell you where to direct that power to. It cannot argue with you. It cannot give you direction on how to use that power. This is a very important point for you to understand. So if you are impregnating your subconscious mind 
with negative thoughts, with negative ideas, through negative, and this could be consciously doing it or unconsciously doing it because of the, the, the movies you're watching, the TV you're watching, the people you hang around with, the new, you know, the news you're watching and everything. And I'm going to talk about that in a bit. So if you are programming it consciously or subconsciously, your con- your subconscious mind cannot argue back. And if you are holding on to a certain belief or idea, it would follow through with that. Right. So if you have the belief that I'm too old for this, guess what? You're too old for it. I remember Henry reading something that Henry Ford said ages ago. If you believe you can, you can. If you believe you can't, you can't. And that resonated with me at the time. But the depths of what he, that you know what Henry Ford said then is even more important in light of uh, you know as I've read more about the subconscious mind and your know, and your energy and so forth. It's so so it it really, it really makes me realize how powerful that statement is because it's not just the fact that something's not possible or something is possible. It's your belief in whether it's possible that makes it possible or impossible, right? And this is where quantum physics comes into it as well and and other things, but. Today's question is any obstacles or impediments that you you know that are in your in your way of attaining your desires are being placed by you and they're being done in two ways you know you're 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 either watching or you know materials or such as you know TV and social media and whatever else or you're interacting with people who are feeding your subconscious mind subconsciously maybe the things which you don't want so your the kind of company you're keeping, the kind of people you're hanging around with, could also be programming your subconscious mind and influencing it. This is even more important when you're talking with family members or people who are close to you, your friends, because they have more influence on you. When you're talking to strangers, if a stranger says something, you're not really that bothered about it. But if someone close to you says something, it holds more value, or you help, you know, and your subconscious mind gives it more importance because someone's close to you said it. So this is why it's very important that you understand how your conscious and subconscious mind works. So this basically leads us on to the idea, well, how are we programming our subconscious mind? I've done another episode on this particularly, but I'm going to cover this quickly here again. And this is where, you know, the, the, the time when you're awake, okay, from the moment you wake up in the morning to the moment you go back to sleep, throughout that time, you are feeding your subconscious mind either consciously or subconsciously. So either you're, you know, you're aware of the fact that you're programming your subconscious mind or you're not aware that you're, subcon- you're feeding your subconscious mind. And this could be with the, the the music you're listening to, the the TV you're watching, if it's on the background, the news that's around, the, the, the energy of the people around. And even, even, and this is something which has become very you know clear to me over the last few years, even the subliminal subconscious thoughts of people around you. So if you have somebody who's very negative and their ideas about themselves is very negative, that their energy rubs off on you. How? Because your subconscious mind picks up their energy, their, their, their subconscious thoughts and sort of, you know, absorbs it. We have a saying in in my culture that, um, you know, melon, uh, you know, catches a color from another melon. It's that's what says in my language, which in English means, you know, melon catches a color from another melon. Basically meaning you don't even have to communicate with certain people if they're in your vicinity and if you hang around with them long enough, their ideology, their subconscious thoughts will start feeding into yours. Can you see how powerful this is? And this is why all the great scholars and even the great um, scholars from, uh, you know, from all, from all the great religions talk about this as well, that, you know, it's very important you're mindful of the company you keep. 
So I know that in in my religion, the, you know, the Prophet said that you have to, you know, that you, um, you know, you have to be careful about the company you keep because you in on the day of Qiyamah you'll you'll be standing up with them. And it, it, when I was younger, I didn't understand that comment. I mean, like, why would I, you know, even if I hang around with bad people, if I don't do bad deeds, why would I stand up with them on the day of judgment? This is now make, make so much sense to me now because if I'm hanging around with certain type of people their behavior would rub off on me and their and my sub, subconscious mind would pick up their thoughts and therefore I would start behaving in a similar fashion to them and therefore my deeds will become similar to them and therefore I would be standing with them on the day of judgment, right? Makes complete sense to me now. I didn't at the time. And this is also something that, you know, that, that um, as Jesus said in, in, the New, in the New Testament about the company and uh, so forth. I think that I can't remember the exact, uh, exact uh, phrase from the Bible, but it was something to the effect about, you know, the kind of company you keep and, or, you know, the kind of people you're around, you know, will, reflect, will, will make you that kind of person, something on those lines. So it means pretty much the same thing. And so this idea that the company you keep is very important is brought home even more so in today's day and age with science teaching us and you know showing us the pathway that is it's we can actually use these machines these sophisticated machines and they show you how your brain waves are are behaving and with this such thing as brainwave coherence so if two people get close together, then the brains are trained to start, you know, behaving in a similar fashion to the brainwaves of the person next to them. And that's brainwave coherence. And that's how, you know, that's how modeling works as well. In, in the physical form, you know, if you are in the same in position, the one the one way to, you know, um, you know build interaction and... Um, trust with people is you start modeling this is one of the techniques from nlp when you start modeling them and start behaving sitting or standing in the same in a similar fashion but subconsciously we are trained to do that we start breathing having synchronized breathing we start mirroring each other's thoughts and ideas and and in facial expressions and this happens all on a subconscious level okay because your brain waves start to um you know start to merge together so there's brainwave coherence comes into and this is why the company you keep is very very important if you are constantly hanging around with people who are negative people whose ideas about themselves or, or the world is the world's going to pot and everything's criminal and everything's worse and whatever even though you not you may not have those ideas yourself you'll start picking them up and they'll become part of your ideology without you realizing this is true with company keep, but even more important from the TV you watch, the the kind of uh, in the news you're watching. I mean, I, I recommend not anybody who's listening to the podcast to stop switch off the you know the news altogether, but your choice. Uh, but don't watch the news, okay? Anything important you'll be told anyway. So you know, and the materials you read, okay? What kind of material? What kind of books are you reading? What kind of things are you reading? Now. And I and by the way, I'm just as guilty of this recently because I've been watching this one particular program. I'm not going to mention the program, and it's that this program is very violent in terms of the violence they show, and I found that that part of the program very disturbing. But I got hooked into the storyline, and uh, I had to watch the down five seasons. It's an amazing program, so I'm not criticizing the program. But the violence they show has been shown. It was really, really quite explicit and quite severe. And I remember having a dream last night, literally just last night, I had a dream and which I saw one of the scenes in my dream. And I woke up thinking, why would I dream about something so, you know, with someone's throat being cut off? You know, why would I dream that? And it was it was a very weird dream to have. And I realized, I pictured it back because I've been watching that series, even though I stopped watching it about a week or two weeks ago, because I've been watching it constantly for the past couple of months, 
it's come become part of my psyche for that to be a normal thing for someone to cut the someone else's throat can you see that and i'm a very conscious person like i'm very conscious about the tv programs i watch about the books i read about the company i keep etc yet i was uh, i got hooked into this this program and that that i watched and it, it, it manifested itself through a dream of mine which was really bizarre really really bizarre so the point is you have to be careful what you're feeding your subconscious mind because it doesn't argue back. It will just accept whatever information you give. It will accept whatever you do and it will, you know, will build your life accordingly. Now, if you are, so if you, and this, and also it becomes a vicious cycle. So you watch this rubbish stuff or you read this rubbish stuff or you pick up these, these negative thoughts from these people around you and then you will start repeating them to yourself. I'm too old. I can't do this. I can't create this. I can't have this. I can't do this, etc., etc. right? This is what we don't want, right? So the point is your subconscious mind has the, the answers to all your problems. You cannot have a desire without the solution already existing and being present in your subconscious mind. We've, t- we've talked about this before. We'll talk about this again on another, another episode you know, where the answers are always within and you never have a desire without the path and the means to attain it have already been downloaded into your subconscious mind. But if you keep saying, I don't know how to get this and I don't know how we're going to do this and I can't possibly create this and I don't know what to do with this. If you keep saying all these negative thoughts, your subconscious mind says, okay, fine, this, I don't have to do this. It doesn't argue back. It doesn't say, uh, wait, go, you know, this information was downloaded to me about two months before you had the desire. Let's tap into it. It doesn't say things like that. On the other hand, if I say, well, actually my, my, you know that I, I I know that my subconscious mind um has all the knowledge in the devices energy has given me the desire only once the the path to it became clear and my subconscious mind knows how to attain this particular desire. I know the deeper wisdom of subconscious mind is responding to this desire. And I feel calm and I feel happy and I know that the path to attain it will you know, come before me at some point, etc. Et when I talk in that sort of phrase, knowing that expecting that my subconscious mind is going to give me the solution to whatever it is that, that problem I have at hand, it will go away and find a solution. But if I say, oh, I don't know how to do this, I can't possibly do this and I don't know what to do about it. You know, I, I want this Bentley, but I don't know how to get it. Then your subconscious mind will say, okay, I don't know how to get it. Do you see what I mean? Right? So... There's two things that I want you to take away from today's episode. One, firstly, your subconscious mind has all the answers that you could possibly need for any desire that you have, okay? Whatever desire you have, you can only have it once it's already present in the spiritual world, in this quantum field. So that that, that desire has to exist in the quantum field, in the spiritual world as is. Then, only then do you have the desire to attain it, which means that, that through you, divine energy wants to bring that desire of yours from the spiritual into the 3D, three-dimensional world. And that's why you are given that desire. Then it's you tapping into your subconscious mind because the pathway to bring that desire from the spiritual world into your 3D world has been given to your subconscious mind. It's up to you to tap into it. And there are various ways to tap into it. You know, we talk about intuition and whatever else. We'll do another episode on intuition. But that's the pathway, right? Now, 
that is that that's the that's the truth and reality of it. You can put hurdles throughout. You can be scared when you know when your desire is given. You're like, oh my god, I can't possibly have this desire. I can't possibly do this. You can actually think of those things, or you can think, okay, um, you know, um, I'm I have this desire. If I have that desire, it means that device's energy is trying to live through me. In order for me to fulfill this desire, I have to grow. I have to expand. I have to grow my consciousness. And I have to, you know, go down a personal path and I have to open up my intuition to know the pathway that I can walk on to get to this particular desire. Do you see what I mean, right? This is what you have to do. And this is what you will need to do. But the first starting point is accepting that your subconscious mind has all the answers. Now, if that's the case, the only way to get into those answers is by stop feeding, by not feeding your subconscious mind with all the rubbish, Okay. Now, if you're feeding your subconscious mind with rubbish, your subconscious mind cannot argue back and say, don't feed me this, this is not true, I don't believe this and I don't want to do this. It doesn't do that. So we're going back to the beginning of this what we started this conversation with. Your subconscious mind doesn't have the capacity to argue back with you. It would never say you're wrong, girl. It says, okay, uh, you know, your wish is my command. Like going back to the genie example, whatever I tell my subconscious mind to do or or just tell him it's a fact, it says, your wish is my command. Okay, that's the truth. That's the truth. Google never lies to me. Your subconscious mind always thinks, it never think, it doesn't have a sense of humor. It doesn't think you're joking. So when you say detrimental jokes about yourself, like I'm too far, haha, I come so stupid as this, or I'm this, I never call myself stupid. I never say, I, if I catch myself saying anything detrimental about myself, I stop myself there and then. Why? Uh, because I don't want my subconscious mind to accept that as a fact, right? So, you need to speak well of yourself and you need to feed good, wholesome thoughts to your subconscious mind. Only then can you actually fulfill your desires. What you want is to relax your mind and accept wholesome, good thoughts about yourself. And you need to make sure that the company you keep and the TV you watch and the books you read all contain good wholesome thoughts okay i'm not saying don't watch any trash tv absolutely not there's this 80 20 rule so 80 percent of the time you should be feeding your mind with good wholesome stuff 20 percent of the time you can read you can watch netflix rubbish you know some of those awful programs up there as well and it's okay but as long as you're feeding your your subconscious mind good wholesome thoughts majority of the time and therefore you have to be mindful of the thoughts not only for yourself but the people around you Remember the brain coherence theory? We have to be mindful of that. And also be careful of the, the, the social media you're reading, the the, the kind of um, TV you're watching, and especially the kind of company you keep. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope you got value from it. If you have, please do let us know by dropping us an email on moneymindsetpodcast at gmail.com. That's moneymindsetpodcast at gmail.com. And um, if you do, and if you leave us a review for us on iTunes, we will send you our Millie in the Mirror meditation for free. As I always say, thank you for supporting our podcasting journey. I will be back on another Monday teaching another episode, giving you Teaching Mondays, uh, a taste of something that uh, something else to do with your mindset. Otherwise, i catch you on the next one, which will be Money Talkies, where we teach another concept from our, our guest expert. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan signing off. Take care. Bye for now. 
If you want to learn more about my energy tools and mindset strategies, then please visit my website, www.golkhan.com. That's G-U-L-L-K-H-A-N.com. And if you want to take part in our five-day millionaire mindset makeover challenge, where I deep dive into energy tools for abundance, then please go to www.millionairemindsetmakeover.com and register. I look forward to being your mentor in our next five-day challenge. Until the next time we meet, this is Gul Khan. Take care and bye for now.